Oh no. Hello. Oh hello. Welcome back everybody. Welcome everyone. Cheers, bud. Cheers. I'm Chris. And I'm Ryan. And this is the Dad Life Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, thanks for having uh, us back. We appreciate you. Um what's up, man? Dude, it's uh, day 84 of 100 of COVID-19. 184 of COVID. Where, what day is it? I don't even know. It's Friday, I think. It is Friday. Uh, the yeah. world's still spinning. We're, we're still, still quarantining. We're still six feet away. Yeah, we still are. We're still uh, dad lifing. We're still uh, drinking a beer. What are yes, we, we are. Today, we're drinking uh, another Utah beer, ladies and gentlemen, out of Epic Brewing. This is the 825 State Stout. The Elevate series, um, five point seven alcohol, and let's give, her, let's give her a taste. It's delicious, and I think we've done so many. Oh, geez, I hit my mic again. Sorry, guys. Uh, I we've done so many of Epic that I feel like they should sponsor a podcast. So shout out Epic whoever, Brewing. Um, whoever works there, come on. You have a lot of great flavors, and I haven't not liked anything. So if there's any Utah listeners out there that uh, has the hookup with Epic. Here we are. Give us the hook up. No doubt. What are we talking about today, Ryan? Uh, today, we're talking about maturation. Maturation. The reason I think we're going to talk about maturation is I just got an email from our school district here, Davis County, Utah. Uh, they sent me an email saying that um, since school is done by remote learning, they will not be doing the fifth grade maturation presentation. Since everything's remote learning, um, they're not going to give that presentation over the inter- the internet. So uh, they sent me a slideshow of like three PowerPoints and a YouTube video. So, you know, fifth grade, I remember that presentation. Um, it was right before so we were about to, you know, go from fifth to sixth grade, which back in New York was going from elementary to junior high. Yeah. Um, I remember the presentation, big overhead projector and, you know, a big lunchroom and all the boys were in one section, all the girls were in another. Yep. Big, you know, pictures of penises and vaginas and everyone was laughing their heads off and, yep. and learning about puberty and all that stuff. And now because of COVID, um, interesting scenario, I'm going to be given that presentation. And it, really the question was, when is the right age to have the talk? Yeah. Um, our oldest has already asked enough questions where I've given just kinds of the, the black and whites of things, how babies are made and and what sex is, but not the nuts and bolts of things as far as uh, specifics, which is, I think what the the YouTube video will cover. And it's going to just be, there's a video, there's a video. um, And and (laughs) our 10 year old is actually really, really excited about this. He couldn't wait. He was like thrilled, which now he's bummed. He has to do it now. No, I don't think he's bummed, but he's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And he keeps hounding me. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just need to get, you know, my, do my stuff straight and just do it. So, so um, that brings up a good question though. It does. Did your dad ever have the talk with you? Um, well, not really. Mine didn't uh, at all. Um, not ever. My dad, never, not even close. Nothing. No, I, I uh, no, I don't yeah. remember a specific time. I think more importantly than the talk of here's what's right, here's what's wrong, here's um, how this all works. Right? Yeah. It was 
it was more just respect a woman. It was yeah. it was more driving that hard line than anything else. It wasn't it wasn't anything specific. Which or, is, I think or, or, crazy. or awkward, right? I wish it would have been more educational yeah. or or I don't know. They tried to shield me too much. I, yeah. I found out more on my own than than them. So. Absolutely. I think we all found out more from our friends. And then, yeah, I, my dad just never, we never had any kind of conversation about it. Not even no. a little. Uh-uh. Which is different. I, th- I think if there was a conversation about it, it was don't ever do it till you're married. Yeah, that was, that the, was pretty much Okay, if talk. that's, yeah, that got the same talk then. Don't yeah. do it till you're married. Uh-huh. That was it. Not not helpful. Here is um, how to protect yourself. Here's yeah, yeah. what's safe. Here's how to treat a woman. All of those specific instances. Yep. No, it was, no, just don't do it. And that was it. <laughs> That's crazy. So I think, you know, it's come up a lot, I think, in, in my wife's and I's conversation of when do we talk about that. And your situation is different because you have boys. I also have a that boy. That brings up a very good point. When is the right age? Because yeah. it, it, the, the answer might change between uh, a, boy a, young, a, a young boy and a young girl. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. There is no right answer. I think it's, it's case specific to your child. Maybe environment driven. Who knows, dude? I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? think? Absolutely. When's when's the right age to have this conversation? I want to know what people think all throughout our country and, well, throughout the world. If you're listening, we have a few people that are uh, in different countries listening. Let us know. You know, when did you, did your dad, one, ever have the talk or your mom for that matter? And when is the right age? Because I don't, I don't, I don't know if there is one. I think you're right. I don't think there's a right answer. I think it's maybe when it comes up naturally, maybe. Right. I don't know. Um, fifth grade is an interesting, you know, choice that they present that video in schools, yeah. you know, in public schools. I think that's nationwide. It's fifth grade. Um, I remember it being that way in New York, here in Utah. Yep. Um, I think I remember hearing about it in Texas and New Mexico too. So I, I don't know why is that the, why is that the, why is that the standard well, you answer? Also, we also had like a sex ed class in high school too. Yeah. I do remember that. We did. So we did. That was high school though. Yeah. 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 yeah that was a lot so more it's much, specific. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was more about sexual transmission diseases and how to protect yourself. Yeah. Which I think is great information that you sh- everyone should have. Did your school give out prophylactics? No, absolutely not. I remember hearing that some schools do that now, don't they? I don't personally, in my my opinion, and people are going to disagree. I don't think it's a terrible idea. Why would it be a bad idea? Yeah, and it's not saying here here's this condom, sex. right? Here, here's this, you know, IUD or whatever the situation is. Go have sex, children. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think that's a message. All. It's I like think... if you choose to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Be safe about it. Absolutely. I think it's. I, I I agree that that is a good a good thing. I just I would much rather have the opportunity to make a right decision than never have anything at all. So if if a, if a person is going to have sex at a young age, regardless if your your parents tell you not to or not, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want that boy or girl to be safe about it? Because what comes out of it, you know, a trend, a disease mm-hmm. or a child. Hey, it's that's I think the most um, impactful, right? Yeah. Is is having a child 
at that age is so, I mean, there's TV shows about it. I mean, what is it? Oh, yeah, it's, um, uh, it's on MTV. It's on um, MTV, exactly oh, right. Geez. The OG. What's it called? The old ones, right? 16 and Pregnant? Something. Whatever yeah, it is. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Everyone else knows where it is. Um, I don't know. I, I think if you had, you know, to choose the red pill, the blue pill, every single one of those girls would have went, yeah, probably should have uh, protected ourselves. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not laying down like, oh, the kids are going to do it anyway, so do this this way. I, I don't think that. I think you you hit them first with, with education, and then they're going to make their decisions. Regardless. On that regardless. Yeah, um, absolutely. But if you can provide the protection and the information first, uh, I think that you're better, you're better equipped to yeah. make those decisions. But I agree. My personal opinion. So we, Chris and I, did watch the first ten minutes of this video that was sent to him by the school district. Oh my that gosh, him and his son are going to have to watch together. And man, it's painful. Um, it's real painful. I think I don't know. I don't know how you get any. Better. I'm, I'm, I I'm, I I will reserve judgment until I watch it with my ten <laughs> year old, who it might appeal to better, but. It felt very, I don't know, really, really just dorky and clunky and silly. So we'll see. But it is presenting uh, quite a topic to a a 10-year-old kid, girl or boy. Yeah. There was two different videos, one for boys, one for girls, and then uh, two slides that we'll read through. And What I had agreed with him already because we already had the talk, right, about what sex is and how a baby is made, right? And we didn't get too crazy specific. We just talked about the penis, vagina, a man's, let's call it seed. Yep. And then fertilize an egg and then a baby grows. That's pretty much what we left it at. Um, We'll probably get more specific in this next one. But I said, all right, but I want you to save your questions until you go to this maturation thing at Mm -hmm. school. And then you can ask me as many questions as you want. So it's kind of. I don't know, letting them take the brunt of the information. Yeah. And, and then, then and then I'll I'll fill, fill in the gaps, right? That yep. was that was my plan. So I think I'll I'll try the same going from here. And, well, that brings up and another... I'll I'll have to, to get back with y'all after <laughs> we go through this because it this is my you know, our oldest kid, yeah. our first time going through this. So I got two more after him to, you know, probably improve upon. Hopefully by the third, you you're an expert, right? I'll, I'll, yeah, hopefully, and <laughs> I'm hopefuing the older brothers, you know, kind of oh, they're not trick, gonna help. trickle mm-hmm. down the <laughs> education the as well. <laughs> well, when it comes to other subjects in school, like our youngest kid is already crushing math because he's got his older brothers to look up to, right? I mean, that's awesome. I don't know if this same bit of information will transcend the same way, but no. I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Um, but it, it brings up a good question in my mind that I was thinking back. At what age did you have the talk with your oldest? Um, he was 10. It was, so it was the same. It, 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 was, it this, was this, this year. year. Okay. But he had, but we had danced around it long enough. Mm-hmm. He had asked enough questions and, you know, you're observant as yeah. a child. I, I certainly knew a lot by that time already, you yeah. know, fifth grade, I mean, you know, stuff. So I, I just, we, we put it off as long as we could and and my wife and I kind of we never came to an, an agreement of okay we're going to tell him now mm-hmm. you know it just kind of happened organically I think he had broken me down enough and I had danced around it long enough and gave little bits of information here and there to where I just went all right listen 
we're doing this now. And my wife and I looked at each other and we just laid it out. Like, here we go. It, it just kind of, like I said, happened organically and was like, bam, we're doing this shit now. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. I'm not ready. Just, uh, it just felt right. I don't know. You can't Get really it. schedule it on your calendar terrible. and go. Terrible <laughs> 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 wow. Maturation. We're not mature. We're um, not mature at all. That's why no, we do this podcast. Definitely not. But we made people. Wow. Well, yeah, we did. We've made five. Yeah. It's, if we combine. Who let us do this? Nobody let us do it. We did it on our own. Oh, no. <laughs> but I think, uh, again, that also brings up a good opportunity for people to reach out and say hey you know this is when my dad happened to talk or mom and this is the age i was we'd love to hear from you chris how do they get in touch with us yeah hit us up on the emails i am chris at dadlife-podcast.com and i'm ryan at dadlife-podcast.com and you can find us on uh anchor you can find us on spotify you can find us on apple and there's one more that's an odd one, but there is a fourth one. Caster? I don't know. There's there? a fourth one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, you know, we just hit 500 listeners. We did hit week. 500. That Not, was awesome. I shouldn't say listeners. 500 streams of yep. the podcast. So that was kind of a huge benchmark for us. Thanks, everybody, for, um, for listening and all of the analytics that Anchor hooks us up with shout out and anchor podcast. They tell you which platform they listen to us on uh, age groups, male, female, and there's a lot of female listeners. So yeah, thank you ladies females. for listeners. That was uh, awesome. We love you. Appreciate uh, you tuning in. Also brings up a little pet peeve of mine and this may or may not get fixed, but I was on Apple podcasts. Oh boy. Noticed a couple of douche canoes decided <laughs> to give us a one star Without Maybe. any kind of explanation as to why we deserve yeah, one yeah. star. If you one star us, dude, tell us, tell us why. Yeah, yeah. I can take it. At least we can respond to you. Don't just be like a little troll that just gives us one star. So that being said, anyone that's listening, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, you know, give us an actual rating. Give yeah. us a, a rating and say what you like and what you don't like. Because what you didn't like. Yeah. And you know, I, I will mention it may have been something as subtle as our audio quality. Oh, it was terrible the it first episode. sucked. Uh, on, on, a, on a few different occasions. But guess what, everybody? A new mixer. We got a new mixer Bitches. today. So I think this may change uh, for the better. So if it was our audio quality, hey, we're fixing it. We're fixing it. And we're making our way. If you want to see a, a lovely photo of this bad boy new mixer, Check head to our out Facebook on the page. Socials. We have a Facebook page, dadlife-podcast, and also on, on the Instagram, Insta. baby. Feel free to leave comments as well. Absolutely. Because Chris has nothing to do 10 days out of the week. Um, when I'm not working, <laughs> yep, I just sit at home and I twiddle my thumbs waiting. Waiting for messages. For, you know, Please send us something. For your responses. I got to give a shout out right now. Do it. Our whole last episode, which was all about Would You Rathers, was inspired by none other than Ms. Julia Smith out of Orchard Park, New York. We appreciate uh, your feedback and your participation in the podcast and we made last episode what it was because of your suggestion. So shout out, Julia. Shout out to the Smith sister. Yeah. Thanks, Jules. You like that? That was, that was smooth. That was dope. Smith that was dope. Sister. No doubt. I'm really white. It's fine. Where are we, where are we at? 
Mr. Munson? Well, we're still talking about maturation. We've danced around it Have a we? little bit. Yeah. We did a little, a little woo -hoo, We did. And we're coming back into it. We're circling back towards it. We're going to circle back. Um, um, <laughs> jinx. Um, jinx on the um. I will have, um, I think, an update for everybody once I have this conversation with our 10-year-old. Um, how the conversation goes, what we talk about, the questions he asks. I'm not, I won't get into every specific, but I'll give you a good cliff notes of it. There's many more creative parents out there. I'm sure of it. Yep. And I would like to hear um, everyone's creative answers to how they, um, I don't know, got on this, this road. I don't know all the answers, how we're going to decide to navigate not only this topic alone, but the rest of um, the kids getting bigger, right? Yeah. As they hit each situation, sex, drugs, yep. alcohol, crime, you know, who knows? Yeah. How each situation will present itself and how we as parents decide to tackle those things and guide them. Um, I don't have all the answers. Absolutely I think, not. I think this, we take it as it comes, you know. And this is kind of why we did. We we're doing the podcast too, because mm -hmm. each one of those can be its own episode by itself. Absolutely. Um, the one question I have, though, do you think? And I'd love for people to reach out and, and let us know. But do you think it's even fair for the district to even send that to the parents and put it on us to do the maturation? Fair. Um, I don't know well, what else they would do. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I thought about the same question: Is it fair? Or is it right? Or, or whatever it is, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, I think ultimately the responsibility is on you and I, right? It's yeah. on the parents. Anything else that the school can provide is a nice, maybe addition or bonus to what we're educating them on. Right. So I don't feel at all bad that I have to do it on my own. I just was really kind of looking forward to them having that presentation because it's what I experienced as well as a kid. And then maybe having that conversation with my parents that actually can take place. But me being on the inverse of the scenario, I was, I was excited to have him go to that and then me have the conversation. But now I, I can do, do all thing. my lonesome. So um, <laughs> whatever, it's all good. I, I think all of it, you know, lie and rests with the parents. Um, asshole kids, right? Yeah. Uh, bullies, all that stuff. Whose fault is it? Where does this come from? I I think first and foremost comes from the parents. Absolutely. It's our responsibility. I think that's number one. So that's what I think. What is your answer to the same question? Uh, and I think I'm in the same boat where, you know, you put this into something you can think about to where you're, you're chopping a tree down, right? And those first few swings into the tree to get it down are pretty tough, right? You got to get into the bark. You got to get into the heart of the tree before it goes down. Mm -hmm. And the last few swings are super easy, right? Right. Go in, that whole thing comes down. I kind of think of that as the maturation assembly for the kids where all the heavy lifting is kind of done by the school. And then I yes. can just come in and just slide dude, right in. Really and be like, all right. Analogy. Holy shit, dude. Be like, here, here are the questions you have. Boom, I'm out. Yeah. And I don't have to handle the whole That's thing. That's what I was, I was... That was for the hoping, to, right? Yeah, yeah. They took the the, the first big swings. Uh -huh. But I'm glad that they gave me a video. I thought it was honestly before I read the text. I thought it was just the two damn 
the slides. PowerPoint slides yeah. they gave me, which was bullshit. That would be terrible. But <laughs> there's a video. Maybe take a little bit of the brunt away. We only watched the first 10 minutes, and I couldn't take any more. So it was brutal. Hopefully was really brutal. the rest of it is, <laughs> is better. Um, but thank you, Davis County, for putting something together, you know, helping us out. Something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is what it is. We're all dealing with this COVID-19 and, and the schools are doing the best they can. And the, the teachers for that matter, I do want to do a quick shout out to the teachers, especially Jack and Reese's teacher. Um, they have both been fantastic with transitioning their lesson plans to online. My poor wife has had to teach the kids mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, but Courtney's been able to, to walk them through and uh, Reese's teachers uh, specifically shout out Mr. Hall because he, creates his lesson plan and then he does a video. Mr. Hall's a shit. And the kids can watch the video and see how to do the math and the science and everything else. And it's perfect. So That's huge shout out to him. I know it's tough. I know we just got two days ago, our governor announced that uh, kids will not go back to school and they will be online for the remainder of the school year until the end of May. So we, you know, we got another six weeks of being a parent and a teacher. And I will say one last thing about this before we move on is we do not pay our teachers enough because holy shit Mm -hmm. teaching school sucks it is which goes along with maturation as well it's not gonna be fun i already knew that and this only helped um kind of bolster that opinion teachers don't make enough and i I want to speak about that um and i'm gonna make a really bold statement right here everybody Uh oh teachers teaching is the most important profession on this planet. I agree. Okay. And I will back that up with um, everything we know how to do. Every job that we have, mm-hmm. every task and skill that we learn comes from a teacher in some way, shape or form. So I think it holds, you know, way, way above most anything else. Um, I wish teachers made more money. I wish, you know, a lot of more professions made more money. Yeah. I don't have those, you know, facilities to make those decisions and, you know, write those paychecks, but I'll sign that damn petition if it comes my way. So, I think it, it brings up, I mean, this could be a podcast by itself, and I'm sure there are plenty out there, but I was, uh, we were over social distancing with my brother and his wife. Uh, we were dropping off Easter gifts uh, to his nieces. Um, hippity-hoppity. Hippity-hoppity who? And uh, we were talking about um, basically the my twin nieces that go to a private high school. Okay. And the difference between private and public. Our kids go to a public school. They go to a private school. And Don't private teachers, private school teachers make like nothing I don't know how much they make. That's kind of the point I was getting to where the education that they're getting, that they pay for, at least in their case, they go to to a a Catholic private school here in Utah. Um, It's phenomenal. There's Catholic private school? I know. It's crazy, right? Oh, my God. There are a few. There's actually more than one. Newsflash. Boom. Everyone's mind just exploded. Um, The Mormons could make a ton of money. You guys go create a private school other than BYU. They've got it. Not for high school. No, not for high school, but they get seminary. Well, yeah, yeah, but no, I'm talking about like a official private high school. Yeah, sure, they could sure. make a ton. No doubt. Um, anyway, my point was both the twins are, are just phenomenally smart, and that's just they're just generally smart yeah. girls. 
but they're taking like four AB classes and they're sitting in a Zoom room for four to five hours a day with their teachers. Like it's much more intense. And I don't know if that reflects on the fact that you're paying for that per month. Mm. I mean, we're all paying for school. We pay our taxes that pays sure. for our school. Mm-hmm. But of course they're paying, you know, 10 times that for private school. And I don't know, it brings up a good point. One, I'm sure they make more money. I don't know I think that they to do. be the case. I, I almost think it's the other way around because I have educators in my family. Um, my older brother, his wife are both teachers. My mother, um, bless her heart, after having seven kids, went back to college so she could be a teacher, so she could sit in the classroom with you know twenty five more kids. Your mom loves kids. I think she's she's bananas. But, That's crazy. Um, and she taught at a private Catholic school, and I don't. I mean, she substituted, but I don't think the pay was equal. Really, as the public school system. I, I could be wrong. Please, listeners, help us out. Yeah, we don't know with that stuff. Um, but you know. The fact that the private school is doing more instructor-led um, content, like a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. I think that would be better. Because right now, um, this is an interesting topic because of the online schooling. There's so much screen time right now. It's, it's oh, just it's insane. It sucks. We try and limit it, and it's like over the top. Like if we want to break, it's okay, not let's take a break and play Nintendo because it's just more, more time screen on the time. screen, right? Absolutely. It's we got to get our butts outside, you know, play some hockey, go ride bikes, whatever the case is. But it's here is your lessons or your activities that you must complete your checklist, let's say, each day yep. from each teacher. Um, and it's all on the iPad or the laptop and it's all on the screen. So I wish it was just more maybe a Zoom meeting. It would, it would feel less clunky. Yeah, more right. more more classroom led discussion. Right? Yeah, they do have those meetings once a week, um, you know, for like a fun Friday. But I wish it was more. And I think like Mr. Hall does it well. I mean, he can't do he does he does a Zoom room once a day, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but he does those videos to at least where you can watch him do the lesson plan again. It's screen time, but you're at least watching. It's not the as much as okay. The, here's your checklist. Go to this right. app. Complete this yeah. lesson. Do this, you know, amount twenty minutes of math. Yeah, it it seems different that way. So, and I know that Jack's teacher, and Jack's in first grade, so it's a, it's different. But Jack's teacher is, um, you know, doing Zoom rooms for the spelling test, and they meet every Friday, and you know, controlling a bunch of first graders Ooh. on a Zoom room is insane yeah. by itself. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out for for doing that every week. But you know, I. It is something Courtney and I talked about before I came over to do the podcast tonight. Um, you know, Jack was wanting to play a computer game and we let him, but then we're like, oh man, like how much screen time is this kid going to have today? There's been a lot. Because it's been all day. day. Um, we're trying limiting it as much as we can, but they have to have a minimum requirement each day too. We're trying to, you know, do what's right. Yeah. Um, but we're also not following it to the hardest strictest line either because i don't know <laughs> okay that's a good question the fine we'll, line, dude every, i don't know every district's different every state's different dude every so, teacher we every teacher is different. different yeah our kindergartner our second grader and our fifth grader are all getting completely different experiences it's absolutely just, it's it's per the teacher's 
I don't know. It's for the teacher savvy with electronics and doing things online Mm -hmm. and, you know, how they teach in general is a big uh, factor in how they're going to deliver that online. So it's, it's a crazy time, something none of us have ever experienced before. And I work with colleges every day and colleges, universities across the board are all closed as well. And they've moved their classes online. Now they're even talking about moving their fall start dates to later or not even having a fall start date, which is insane. We haven't had, we haven't done that since world war two where we've had, I didn't know that was even on. It's on the table. The docket, dude. There's a few schools that have already announced they won't have a fall start date, Wow, which is insane. So we, again, mm. this is not a COVID-19 episode, but it is no, part of our life. It's not, it's just, it's just what's happening. Yep. And, um, stimulus checks. I got my stimulus check. Did you get your yeah. stimulus check? Yeah, we did, man. And it, it what what actually reminded me of it was you're, you're talking about colleges and college kids. College kids didn't get anything, dude. No, you. They got shit. Yeah, they got nothing. Nothing. Why they chose that demographic to not pay, I, I was kind of surprised by because they're still, let's say, paying rent. Yeah. Not. Whether they are or not working, right? I probably work. not. If they are, you it's very minimal. So, I don't yeah. know. That was a, that was a weird one. And I, well, okay, we're gonna we gotta talk about this as well before we end. Sure. But my wife has owned her own business for for decades, mm-hmm. right? She does hair. The salon is closed, and she applied for that payroll protection loan that small businesses can get. That was part of this, you know, trillion dollar whatever it was X amount. Okay. That was approved. That ran out of money yesterday. So anyone so anyone that wasn't approved prior to that is, is just out of luck? Out of luck unless our Congress comes back and adds more money to that fund. Because there was such an uh, a great response to it. A huge response. It ran out immediately. My sister-in-law owns her own business. She's a nurse anesthetist and owns her own S-Corp and is a traveling nurse. And she was the first, she was not the first, she, on the day it released, the mm-hmm. day you could apply for it, she applied and didn't get, didn't get it, didn't <clears> get a, it's crazy. So many things running so through my things. head right now. Um, entrepreneurial um, savvy in this country, in a, you know, worldwide, not, not, it's not even keep it just the United States, but worldwide, I think is so rapidly abundant right now. As opposed to, let's rewind, even 30 years. Yeah. Don't you think it's so much higher that people have their own ways to make money today as opposed to 30 years ago? That's so much easier with online. Like, think about online. Not even easier, but I think that just the necessity to have to do so to make your way through the world today is almost incumbent upon everyone more so the pressure is higher what, what do you think about that like the pressure being higher to to make money or what to, to have to make money to survive to make your to make oh your yeah money. absolutely i was i, I think, was thinking on your think, own business Sorry. no 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 i think there are so many more entrepreneurs and people own their own businesses mm-hmm. more often now today than in years prior yeah just because i think it's harder to make a living these days well i think about Last thing before we, we end this podcast. We've but been all over the place. We, we, we're sorry. We're talking. We're, we're supposed to talk about sex and maturation. We, we got. <laughs> we, you know, we did a little. We're off topic. We're off topic. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I want to point to is if you think about probably your dad's the same. 
my dad spent 40 plus years at the same company before he retired. Yes. That doesn't happen anymore. No, there's so many differences in the workplace. Yep. So many. It was most of the time, everybody kind of goes to work for the man in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. These more overhead corporations, right? These, these bigger uh, units, right? Um, did you say unit? I did. Okay. Hey, kind of goes in with the, the, in earlier, with the, unit. the earlier discussions. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're not mature. Anyways, we never have been. I never claimed to be. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I think um, on that note. I don't know. This could go in so many different directions. We got to end it. We do. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is the Dad Life Podcast. I am Ryan. I am Chris. Till next time, stay positive and love your life. Peace. Peace.